We have these stories in the New Testament from time to time when there will be a great crowd following Jesus and Jesus will all of a sudden thin the crowd out. He will put some standard of discipleship out there that will make people think about it, worry about it, ask questions about it, and maybe even go back. It was one of those passages that we read yesterday. People who would come to Jesus and say, I will follow you, but uh, let me go take care of this. Let me go take care of my parents. Let me go take care of this. I will go follow you, but I've told you before how that word works. It, it, it negates everything in front of it. And, and you know this. You, you, you know, you've gotten the letter, right? I've enjoyed dating you for the last three months, but... You don't go and tell people, hey, we had a great time for 90 days. You don't tell people that. You say, she dumped me. Because the word negates everything in front of it. You don't hear anything that was said. Your boss brings you in later on Friday afternoon and says, we're really glad you have worked with us for these last two years. But you don't go say, hey, I had a great run for two years. Boss said so. No, you go home, you go home and tell everybody you got fired because you never heard it. So when you say to Jesus, as these people did, I will follow you, but did Jesus hear the first part? Or did he just hear the excuse? If the word negates everything in front, did Jesus hear the commitment at all? Which brings us to a question for us. Was there anything else besides I will follow you when you committed to follow Christ? Was there any kind of qualifier? Was there any kind of clarifier? I will follow you, but if you said anything else, then did you say anything all to Jesus? I will follow you, Jesus, but first, nah. That word knocks out everything in front of it. So Jesus never heard that you were coming at all. Tough to think about, isn't it? I'll give you about 60 seconds and I'll see you tomorrow.